Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Welcome into another edition of the Rough Cut Sportscast. I am your host, the one and only Vinny Milani, alongside the man of the not. Well, I guess you're not the man of the hour. The man of the hour comes. I'm always later the man of the hour, show. baby. <laughs> you are. Well, I'm always the, the man only, of the hour. No, 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 no. It's your boy <laughs> AJ Johnson on this beautiful April 9th evening. How are you? Welcome this into week. the week. <laughs> this week has gone by way too fast. Why is it Friday already? Like I want to do more shows and <laughs> I want to do more shows in the week. I don't want to stop being on spring break. Cause I don't feel like I've had a spring break. I mean, ugh, no. go check out no. my podcast on FL teams. I did that today. So it's pretty good. We got some Orlando magic, some Miami heat talking there. My Florida man history lesson had to do with the Ninja turtles. Hey, 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 speaking of, speaking of Ninja Turtles and I, I, I wore this SpongeBob shirt for a reason hey. so that we can kick this show off. First off, Beth, if you're watching thank you. at all, thank you for Paramount Plus. Really, so. that it was it's amazing. Not only did Beth give us her Paramount Plus information, she set us up profiles. Right? OK, right. and I mean, Paramount Plus, though, and this might be a hot take. I think I would choose Paramount Plus over Disney Plus. Ooh, you know yeah. what though? It has more on it right now. Like even I, like I, I, I ran through all the Marvel movies and I'm watching the Marvel shows and I feel like I have nothing to watch on there right now. You I, know, of I, course I, I watch Mighty Ducks, but I was a big fan of like I guess growing up and this made me like going to Paramount Plus. I guess this made me realize how much more I enjoyed Nick cartoon television shows over yeah. disney shows because like i'm Fair. literally i was when i when i first got disney plus i was like scrolling through everything i was like oh this is great this is great everything's so great and then when i was scrolling through paramount plus and only looking through the nickelodeon section of the tv shows that they had <laughs> i was like oh i'm gonna watch this oh wait how can i watch that when this is on here and then this and then that i mean you go down the list dude i mean for me there's stop. jimmy neutron there's like the, there's Oof. spongebob there's fairly odd parents there's drake and josh there's I did, not the come across, I did not come across Rocket Power. I was looking for it. Is. it. It's I on there. We watched it last night. Yeah. Okay. That's on there, buddy. That makes yeah. me feel a lot better because I was yeah. a little sad at first. I was like, wait a minute. That's not cool. We can't be. It, it, yeah. It is It is on there, and it is fantastic. I am like, I love it. It, it's, it. it really is great because I'm like so like torn on which shows to watch. I got to ask you, which show – did you watch? And of course, everybody, sorry, real quick. Welcome into Fun and Games Friday. We have a great <laughs> show ahead of us. Aaron Mukes is going to be joining us any minute now or soon or hopefully. He's going to be here in the house talking about his mock draft that we had just released on our social media. If you have not seen it, go check it out. Actually, don't go check it out. We're going to be talking about it. I don't want you to leave. 
I don't, I don't want. He's to trying to big time. He's trying to big time us too. You know, Dylan's doing his thing, and he's like, "How can I show these guys that I'm the talent?" Ooh, we, I'll just show up whenever I want. On, we we bring these guys on to the rough cut out of the <laughs> kindness of our heart to help them grow as sportscasters, and this is the thanks they give us. This is the repayment. Unbelievable, unacceptable. You know, rough cut is now know. hiring for new analysts because <laughs> the ones we have now are just constantly late like us the criteria is a mock draft submission uh we need to see what you're made of and make sure that you are up to par uh but then again even if your mock draft isn't good if you can just be on time then we're good then you're, you're you, actually no 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 no, no wait never that. mind we're never if on time not, if you could be not on time you would fit in perfectly with the show that's right. that's kind of what we do here on the show it's never on time you know my boss comes up to me the other day i was late to work and he was like would you be late to like your sports casting thing and i'm like <laughs> well constantly we 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 should just start making our show like a speakeasy man just like people don't know when it's gonna drop what time is gonna happen when they get a text message at some random time of the we'd day have, from a random no number viewers. we'd have no viewers at all whatsoever we would have nothing we, but what was the first show on you level. watched on paramount plus though what was the first show you watched i i i haven't i um last night so I went and I scoped it all out to see what I would watch. I haven't been able to watch like actual TV till this weekend coming up. Uh, I made sure that our audio was up to date and played out. So I listened to audio last night a couple of times and try to figure out what clips we can put on YouTube and get those prepared. So and then it was just, uh, you know, it was tiring. I had to go lay down because I needed to get up early today, do my radio oh, show, prepare for this busy. show, you know, hey. You know, they're big time in it, but I'm small time, big time in it, you know, <laughs> small time, big time. We well, Well, I mean, little known fact, we are the big time. OK, the rough cut sports cast is the big time. And I personally I personally my first show that I watched, I, I first turned on Rocket Power. That was my go to because like I was I've been dying to watch Rocket Power, but that was the first show I watched. And then I was like, oh, my God, it's Legends of the Hidden Temple on here. And it was. Ooh. And I was like, yeah. Oh my yeah. god. And, and that I also show had to finish watching a I had to finish watching a bunch of basketball last night before the show too. So I didn't even get to the show until like twelve forty five in the morning. And that like doing the audio takes a couple hours. So yeah, I, I didn't I, go to sleep I, like three thirty. I didn't fully watch an episode of, of Legends of the Hidden Temple because honestly what I was doing, I was waiting for NXT Takeover Night Two, which is wrestling, mm -hmm. by the way. I was waiting for right. that to to be available on uh, Peacock, and because I it was live at the time, and I was like, oh, I don't want to watch it live. I don't want any spoilers. I'm a big per. I do not like spoilers. If I'm trying to like be avoid spoilers and not hear anything, I will literally yeah. stay off of social media. I will stay off of everything until I watch it. And last night I watched NXT Takeover. Great. I'm you know I'm a big wrestling fan though. Um, but so I, I want to point this out though, Chris. What's up, buddy? I mentioned to the him today that I was going to ask a question that he had uh, for the show, and I felt like you and I were not qualified for this question. And it was basically bringing up the fact that there are more injuries, he feels like, in youth flag football versus youth tackle football. And I wanted to shoot that to Aaron because obviously his kids are, are sports people and 
like they, they're all active. I would assume they played football. He coaches football, so he would be better fit to answer that question. Fair, fair, fair. fair yeah, fair. yeah. Um, I the, it was honestly a huge surprise to me that apparently there's so many injuries in youth flag football. Like that's what I was on? saying. You guys not hydrating the kids, not giving them Gatorade bars. What's no, going like, on? No, like like dangerous hits type thing. Like like that kind of stuff. Like. Because when they're going for the flags, they're pulling on like more than just a flag, and it's like hurting the kids and twisting ankles, and it's it's not good. See, if you play tackle and then try to play flag, I've seen that. Like I remember, we I was doing a tryout for a flag team, and this was like uh, after my sophomore season of football, and I was on the defensive side, and this these guys are trying out, and he threw it to the flat, and the guy threw a little high, and he came to catch it and just left all this open. And I literally had to stop myself because I came low. I was going to tear this guy to pieces. And uh, I had to last second remind myself, oh, it's a flag thing. I can't I can't hit him even though I wanted to because they were. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I hate the uh, team ever uh, to uh, this point. Yeah. Uh, gross. I, I, I personally. Oh, look at this guy giving us an update here. I'm 20 minutes out and I will answer. Oof. That's what I'm so he's so he's watching. That's a good thing. So I guess I can pull this up here if he is watching. Just a little sneak peek into what we're gonna get into when he gets in. We will be going into his mock draft. Sorry, I don't have a full screen graphic for this. Actually, I kind of do have a full screen graphic if I just go like this. Boom. I was like, hello. So that's Aaron's mock draft. If you haven't seen it yet, here it is. Lots of uh very interesting picks over here. If I can just get that out of the way, boom. Uh, lots of interesting picks here. I'm definitely going to be bringing up. I know we have some Kyle Pitts talk uh, in store. Uh, I Did he have Atlanta trade back for a quarterback? Where did, where's Atlanta? Okay, he did. He fixed that. I'm happy that he fixed that. Uh, so, But we'll get into that and more when Aaron joins us, though. Uh, but, AJ, I have a quick question, though, for you. Uh, it kind of goes down the, the, the fun and games mm-hmm. Friday final countdown type theme we have going on here. When you watch sports, and you're obviously a sports fan, what's your biggest sports pet peeve? Why are you shaking your head? Because you said I was a sports fan, and I would just, oh. you know, just trolling like Partial. I always do. Me, sports fan? No. You know, I do music. <laughs> oh, I'm, uh, I'm, oh, you're ridiculous. I'm an artist. <laughs> uh, I mean, you may, you may call it a cop-out answer, but my pet peeve is the refs. Like, I... Not so much that they exist, but the lack of consistency. I mean, call a game the way it should be called, not the way you feel you want to call it that day. And I get it. We're human. You have bad days, so on and so forth. But the rules of the game are there for a reason, and you're there to keep the game integral. You're there to keep the game in check, to keep it to the highest level of integrity. So if you're calling things one way and then the next day you're calling it another, how are these players ever supposed to do anything correctly? You know, it shouldn't be that you have to change the way you play a game based on the referee crew that you have. You know, we've seen this all the time uh, with the Rams who or the Saints who missed out on the Super Bowl trip. Uh, I think about the NBA this season with all the extra technical fouls just because they want to throw that that whistle out and give technicals to everybody. I think about your guy in the, uh, in the NHL who got fired for saying he wanted to give a penalty to Tim Peel. Yeah. So, you know, that's a big pet peeve for me. Like let the game be played, let the athletes decide the outcome of the game, not the referees. Yeah. It's uh, it's one of those things. I, 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 mine would be like the consistency of officiating. Like I just want to see a consistent game 
of of a sport played and no just ridiculousness and at one point and then something not called at another point uh that would really bother me as well i think mine i think mine would go to like the sports fans to be honest it, I, like one of my biggest pet peeves is overreactions i i think that would be mine like i don't like just like work. the most show my work show mm-hmm. my work yeah you know so, like an example <laughs> 510 510 160 that right there 180 people that but I got overreact you. to a loss of uh, like like so like let's just take the like baseball for example the mets suffered a very heartbreaking loss game one of the season Oof. uh they had jacob Degrom pitch seven great innings of baseball and then he got taken out he had a lead and then typical Mets, they blew the lead and lost the game to the Phillies on opening night. Okay. Mets fans have been waiting for this, a big off season, super hyped up. They got all these pieces and then they blow it and it's typical Mets fashion, but literally everyone is like, like fans freaking out that this is going to be the same old Mets that we've always seen. It's just absurd, man. Pump the brakes. Like, why do you do that? Like, I hate seeing fans do that and this is one of the reasons why like you are more than likely hey what this guy oh this, <laughs> this guy best friend right here i'm waiting for you buddy to come on the show i'm waiting for you i got a seat safe yeah, for enough. you <laughs> you're not at this point you are not it's all about aaron mukes he is the star of the show dylan is dylan is the guy big dylan, time man Dylan is the big time of the show and he will never make another appearance because he's like here but <laughs> us three there's me, Aaron, then you. It's just it's what it is. It's, oh, it's just what it is. Oh, okay. We gave him a big time contract, okay? Gave him a big oh. time contract. But my like my pet peeve though, really, it's it's guys that are freaking out way too early in the season about bad things happening, especially in baseball, man. There's 162 games. Come on, man. It's one yeah. game. It's the first game of the season. Yeah, right? Yeah. It it, yeah. it blows well, my mind. Mm. I thought you were going to go the route of Tampa Bay fans. It's like, that's my pet peeve. Tampa Bay Lightning fans. I was going to have to like. It, it Honestly, yeah, it is that. like that could be another pet peeve of mine is just fans that don't know what they're talking about. But like, that's a lot of that's just I mean, that's, that's a lot of people. That's like yeah. a, and, and that's also opinion based. That's like I feel like an opinion based because like you may think that they're, they don't know what they're talking about, but someone else might think that they know what they're talking about. Max Kellerman doesn't know what he's talking about, but he's getting paid to be on ESPN. <laughs> I mean, listen, he doesn't know or like hockey, but I can't say he doesn't know what he's talking about. He has he's had some good points sure. here and there. You know, I mean, the Tom Brady point was disastrous, but hey, he stuck by it for five years. And then when he honestly just couldn't anymore, he owned up to it. You know, a lot of people would be like, yeah, well, you just keep on waiting. And he's like, yeah, let me go ahead and call it what it is. This man has had a Hall of Fame career since I said he would fall off. He called himself out. I mean, you know, you got to you got to give a little bit of applause to that. That Yeah, I I agree with that. I'm I'm fine with that. But AJ, I, I, I completely forgot about this. How did I forget about this? Uh, Because your mind is everywhere. It is. We posted the finals for the women's bracket today. The finals were released today. And the voting, Mm. the voting is now being tallied by me live on the show. You're going to be able to see it all Uh happen. So Instagram. Am I sure? Yeah, I'm kidding. Go on. Am am I sure I want to do this? Instagram. Mm. I'll let you see. I'll let everyone see here. Instagram. 
Serena Williams, five. Five for Serena. Billie three Jean for King, Billie Jean three. King. Twitter. Didn't get that many votes, but 100% Billie Jean King with one vote. Wow. So that's five to four. So Billie Jean King needs to make up some votes here for our Insta, for our Facebook story. And we're going to find out who's going to be the victor. Who's going to be the champion. Stop. No Stop. way. It's a tie. Oh, my God. It's a tie. It is literally me? a tie. Wait, wait a second. Yeah, no, it's a tie. It's one vote for Serena. So that makes six votes for Serena. And then I have three on Facebook or three on Instagram, one on Facebook. Wait a second. You know, wait a second. Hold on. Yeah, Hold on. Yeah. I'm about to say you and math sometimes. So six, <laughs> six votes for Serena, five, and six votes for Billie Jean King. That is a fact. Six votes to six votes. It is. It, Wow. Wow. That's going to happen. We've got a barn burner here, guys. We have a barn burner here. So let's let's give it up to the chat. Let's give it up to the chat here. Mm. I feel like when Aaron gets on, maybe we, him and I will go at it, and yeah. then we will also have the Ooh. chat. Maybe. Maybe. Possibly. Or or do maybe we just do one of these thing. numbers? Fans, we have a bunch of people in the chat right now. Drop it in the chat. Who is going? Who should win this battle? It is a tie right now. Billie Jean King versus Serena Williams. You guys are not making it easy for me. It's now one to one in the chat. Oof. More votes on this, guys. Billie Jean King versus yeah. the most influential. And Aaron's vote does not count, by the way. I also have held count? myself away from voting on this because I wanted a fair fight. And I know Aaron is a classy person here. I know Aaron is a very classy know. man, and he does not like voting for himself because he's confident in his abilities. But I didn't vote it is either. Out- okay, who is your – oh, yours is Serena Williams, so don't vote. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so what you're saying is – that I'm not allowed to do that. Oh, okay. You are not allowed to. Rough Cut Crew are not allowed to. Oh, you're the worst. You are <laughs> the absolute worst. I'm Billy Jean worst. King, Serena Williams, you know, drop it in the chat right now. I think the reason this is such a close barn burner, a tiebreaker, I mean, you're talking about two wonderful tennis players. And as great as Serena is and everything that she has done, I mean, where is she without Billie Jean King blazing the trail? And I think that's what people are looking at and why this becomes so difficult. Uh, for me, it, it's Serena all the way. But, you know, I, I never even watched a Billie Jean King. That My Billie Jean King is all... Uh, Billie Jean Jackson. is <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Don't do that. We want to keep our viewers. That is true. Mm. That is very true. Uh, but hey, yeah, drop in the chat who you think should win, Billie Jean King and Serena Williams. It is now tied, so we really need your votes here, guys. Let us know who you think should win this battle. But AJ, we've got something new to talk about here. We've got something new to talk about. Actually, we don't have something new to talk about. Really? This is the same stuff. This is the same Are stuff. Sure? That... What? Are you sure there's nothing new? There, there is, but it's it, it can't come yet because you have to do something. Okay, 
Oh, oh, so you do want to do this. I was wondering if you wanted to yeah. do this. Tell everybody to follow us on Twitter at RoughCut underscore sports and on Facebook at RoughCut Sports. Both of those where they can drop their votes for Billie Jean or Serena, as well as on Instagram at the RoughCut Sportscast. Get those votes and get those likes and get those shares in. Then head over to YouTube at RoughCut Sportscast. We're about to drop some videos this weekend for sure, for sure, for sure. So hit that like, hit that subscribe, and tell everybody. You want this one? No, you okay. want this one. I do. And, of course, we are brought to you by Halftime Sports Collectibles, the number one place to get all of your sports memorabilia needs, whether that be a jersey, a hat, a helmet, a cleat, whatever it may be, it's there at HalftimeSportsCollectibles.com. Go check them out. And, of course, we are proud to be a part of the Belly Up Sports Network, the number one network to be a part of. And why? Because they have wow. us, of course. They were maybe number two or number three before we got there. But we are that big of game changers that we have now brought up Belly Up Sports to number one. So go check them out. Go check out the network. Go check out their shows that they have on there. And the Rough Cut Sportscast is now proud to announce our new partner in this game of life here the Rough Cut Sportscast is proud to announce that we have partnered up with Yeti. Yes, we all know what this is. We have to, we all have to know what this is. Yeti? Who doesn't know what this is? We are now proud right. partners of Yeti, the company that basically keeps everything cool for you guys, okay? They got cups. They got mugs. They got coffee cups. They got coolers. They've got everything there. And I know a little birdie, and this is the kind of inside scoop that you get from us here at the Rough Cut. And a little birdie told me that next week Yeti is going to be running a Mother's Day sale special, special for us, for the Rough Cut crew, okay? And you get a discount code of I, – I, I'm not 100% sure what the discount is. I'd have to go look it up here in my email. I just want to do that. Double All right, got it I don't, You do? You do? Yeah. You do? Yeah. What is it? Yeah. Do tell. The – Discount is hard to find. <laughs> uh, the promo is free custom text or monogram with the purchase of drinkware or cooler. So you buy the drinkware or you buy a cooler and then you can put whatever you want on those items and give it away. So, hey, mom, I love you. You're the coolest like a Yeti, something of that nature. You're the coolest <laughs> like a Yeti. Well, no, and also this is all about sports teams too man you can get custom logos on there as well yeah. man and 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 that and that's free that stuff's not cheap when you buy a yeti cup i know people have bought yeti cups before and they know that stuff is not cheap but thanks to us here at the rough cut and thanks to yeti they're giving you a special code to be able to get a discount on those customizable yeti cups so please we've dropped the link in the chat copy and you paste that late. link and this is this is very important guys Copy and paste that link that we have sent you that we have put in the chat to go get your Yeti merchandise. Now, it not only helps you out with getting great quality stuff from Yeti, but it also helps us out. And what more, what better, what better things to do in life than help us? Right? Right? You want a list? No, no, short. I don't want a list. It's very I, short. I, There's one thing on it. Don't do tell. <laughs> Actually, there might be one other thing. One other thing better than buying a Yeti cup courtesy of the Rough Cut Sportscast. 
And that better thing is going over to our Facebook page, heading on over to that community tab and inviting your friends. We cannot forget about the contest that we are running now. We are giving away something from Halftime Sports Collectibles. And AJ and I have decided we're not going to make this sports. We're not going to make this sports specific. Okay, we are going to be uh, we are going to be purchasing three items, three items from from uh, from halftime sports collectibles, three items, three different sports, baseball, football, uh, maybe four items. Maybe we'll go for baseball, football, basketball and hockey. We're going to be purchasing four items just for you guys. Okay, and one lucky listener and one lucky viewer is going to get that if. They share our show with every single person on their Facebook. And I'm not just talking about hitting that share button. I'm talking about inviting all of your friends. And the way you enter this contest, you screenshot the fact that you have now invited all of your friends to like the rough cut. And we will enter you into that contest to win free. I mean, this is free autograph certified stuff from Halftime Sports. I was thinking about this the other day, man. And I'm sorry to go on this rant. I was thinking about this the other day. We gave your boy Kelly a signed free cleat from Halftime Sports Collectibles. Not only a signed free cleat, but this is signed by a two-time Super Bowl champion in Brandon Jacobs. He's already got it. He's happy with his with his contest winning abilities. But this is this was free. If I were to like go out and listen to a podcast, I'm like, okay. The, the likelihood of me winning a contest from their big-time podcast, slim, very slim. But you are going to have a incred- incredible chances to win a prize from us at the Rough Cut Sportscast if you share our page and invite everyone. That's the way to win it. It's going to be easy. I wish there were other podcasts like us out there that were giving away such easy prizes and a sport of your choosing. Normally it's like a Jersey and I'm like, man, I'm not even a fan of that guy. Why would I want his Jersey? But us, we're yeah. giving you the choice here. Your choice. Why your choice. would you not do this? So please head on over to our Facebook and invite all of your friends, screenshot it, send it to us, DM it to us, post it. However you want to do it, make it happen. Help us. Yeah, if you want to, you know, be one of those overachievers, feel free to jump over on Twitter and uh, like and retweet and share that page too, you know, and tell everybody to go there. Yeah, I mean, it never know, hurts to uh, just get us more and more and more. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to ask oh, every yeah. day. So I don't know, you know, you might as well just get it done now. Then we don't talk about it as much. That's a lie. We'll talk about it until the end uh, of time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll be 100% we honest. Once we get to 1,000, I'm going to say thank you. Now let's get to 1,500. Thank or you. thank you. Now, now let's get over to your YouTube and make that YouTube pop. Yeah, that's for real though. Yeah, for real. That's that's on me. <sighs> so much. We should get a we should get an intern. That'd be cool. Um, yep, that'd be cool. Shout out. <laughs> hey, if anyone wants to intern for the Rough Cut Sportscast and uh, post our videos and stuff like that, yeah, yeah, make it happen. Send us your send us your uh, your credentials. Really, it doesn't matter what your credentials are. We would uh, likely <laughs> say, we would likely I say mean... yes. I need some creativity. Okay, yeah, maybe we right, won't. So I'm gonna like ask it. you this. Yeah. I'm gonna ask you this question before he gets in here. Um, we 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 put up the mock. We put up Aaron's mock yeah. and let everybody see it. Yeah. What are you hot on? What are you ready to talk to uh, Aaron about in his Honest- mock draft? Honestly, when I look over at his mock draft and I'll pull it back up here one more time, yeah, I I honestly see, I, I the pick here. At what is it, 24 Tyson Campbell to the Steelers? 
I don't know about Tyson Campbell being a first round pick. I don't, I, I, there's two names that pop out to me. It's Tyson Campbell and it's Quiddy Pay. And I, I guess Tyson Campbell would be more of me being unfamiliar with his talent. And I would like okay. Aaron to explain himself on that. But then it's also Quiddy Pay because there is such a big, like uh, such a big difference between like where Quiddy Pay's go. I've seen Quiddy Pay be a, a, a 11 through 15 pick and then be a, a, a 20 to 32 pick. It doesn't make any sense. So I am very proud, very proud to finally welcome to the show and bring back to the show my best friend in the whole wide world, my number one supporter. And I hope he's, I, I hope he, no, I know that he supports me as much as I support him. He is truly one of a kind. He is the man. The myth, the legend, and I don't even want to disrespect him by giving him that nickname. I don't oh, even want to disrespect him by giving him that nickname that you blessed him with. Mr. Or One just Vote? Him with. Yeah, Mr. One Vote. It's disrespectful. The man deserves a lot more credit than just Mr. One Vote, okay? This last bromance time I is checked, getting embarrassing. Last time I checked, <laughs> Serena Williams is in the final and not Pat Summit. So please welcome to the show, Aaron Mukes, my best friend. Yes. Disrespect, Pat. We're here, man. Man, what a what a day! Thank, thank you, mm. Vinny. Uh, I appreciate all the love. You are my best friend, buddy. And uh, AJ is is somewhere on the list. We're just not sure where yet. We'll see how how today goes. And then you we'll, want to go um, hang out with Dylan in Indiana? You guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, Dylan, Dylan might be in Bristol right now. Who knows? Ah, oh, fair. <laughs> yeah, Dylan. Dylan's up. I'll there. go hang out with Tammy. <laughs> Dylan's over there eating caviar on a yacht with uh with uh Sage Steele and 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 John Butchergross oh. and all the other ESPN guys, big time. In it. Excuse me for my uh for my tardiness, uh, rough cut fans out there. It's been a crazy day. I was driving back from Reno, Nevada, um after after a long night and then uh, visiting my parents. So uh, it was a uh, it was a long day, and and I I looked at the GPS on my drive back, and it said two and a half hours about two and a half hours ago. So I was, uh, I was getting, I was worried and I was like, it's not going to work. So, um, but thank you for Vinny and AJ holding it down while I was gone. And the show goes on the rough cut does yeah. what the rough cut does. And um, we're here, but we do it. As, we do it as rough but as possible. Let, let, let's, let's clear the, let's clear the air here before we get into my, my amazing Ooh. mock draft that I put together oh, yeah, this year. For real. Um, this Serena Williams versus Billie Jean King thing is is outrageous. <laughs> this is this is absurd, and and I'm not knocking it. I don't want to disrespect Billie Jean King in any way or Michael Jackson's version of Billy Billie Jean. I, they're, they're wonderful. Okay, she is she is wonderful. However, Billie Jean King set the stage for for tennis and Serena, and I'll agree. Right, Serena probably isn't playing tennis if Billie Jean King um, isn't there. But what Serena has done has not only changed tennis, but changed like young women and young girls' lives. Like the um, the amount of things that she's a part of and has her hands in in the sports world and even outside the sports, fashion, um, pop culture, and it's not even comparable. Like this is not even a contest. Serena Williams is an African American woman. In tennis, that I mean, that alone in itself, that's like Tiger Woods of golf. Are you going to compare? It's, are you going to compare huge. anyone to Tiger Woods? It's huge, but I mean, think about what you just said. 
there would be no Serena Williams if it wasn't for Billie Jean King. The the and comparison there, there would be no Jack Nick, there would be no Tiger Woods if it wasn't for Jack Nicholas. But the, we're the, still the, talking the, Tiger Woods. But the thing is, though, the comparison there is it she paved the way for black tennis players and black athletes, really, in my opinion, just black athletes in general. But the thing is, though, is back then women were not in sports at all. I mean, they were like they were in sports, but they were definitely not considered anywhere like it is today. If it wasn't for Billie Jean King challenging men to tennis matches, okay, challenging not only challenging them but beating them and proving that women can do this as good, if not better. So it's like no you, disagreement. You make, you make you make the statement though of how big and impactful. Uh, being a black tennis player and what that has done for black athletes all around male, female, however it may be. It's still huge for, for Billie Jean King for like, that's like, I would almost say that that's the same. And maybe that's me being naive here, but I think that there, there have, there, there are women athletes. And I, I think this is where the, the disconnect kind of, kind of comes from in sports, the individual sport of golf, tennis, I mean, there are athletes, there are women gymnasts, there have been women athletes. When you, when you talk about changing the entire landscape, opening a, a new genre or generation of player, that's two different things. Women have been in sports. Now it may have been frowned upon. There were no black, there were no black women tennis players. You, you just never seen it. Now you come, now you got Coco Goff, uh, Naomi Osaka, who, these, these young girls would have never been in tennis. And it's not just what Serena Williams has done in tennis. It's the individual sport in which she's showing that the diverse culture of America can be a part of. And I think that's, that, I think that's more impactful than saying Billie Jean King paved the way for women in tennis because there were other women athletes in other sports. I mean, we had one on there. We talked about Jackie Joyner-Kersey being a black track athlete. Right. And we're not comparing but, Serena Williams to Jackie Joyner Kersey. We're not comparing Billie Jean King to her. We're comparing Serena is, Williams. You don't you don't compare Serena Williams to Billie Jean King. You compare Serena Williams to Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods. These are all time great athletes in general, not just women. That's what makes Serena so special. You're not comparing her to Billie Jean King. You you are because what Billie Jean King has done even outside of 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 tennis in general, like that's the thing. You talk about how like Serena Williams has paved the way for women and and in general and everything outside of tennis. Billie Jean King literally has foundations after foundations after foundations supporting women's rights in general. Not even in talking about sports, she fights for equal pay throughout the country for women. Not even just in sports. She, I mean. I didn't even know Billie Jean King had anything to do with hockey, but she showed up in like one of the biggest women's hockey games uh, a couple weeks ago where two women's hockey teams battled it out on Madison Square in Madison Square Garden, the most famous arena on national television. And Billie Jean King that was there to make a speech talking about how women's sports and women in general are changing the world. And it's because of Billie Jean King making that type of impact. There would be no women's tennis association if it let wasn't me, for, Billie let me Jean ask King. you this question. Let me ask you this question. And I want an honest answer. And then we can move forward with the draft and let the fans vote. If you were just to walk around the street and ask people who Billie Jean King was and ask people who Serena Williams was ask a hundred people. 
How many of those people know who Billie Jean King is? I, I think that's a recent. I think that's a recency bias. If I go up to an older generation, they're definitely going to know who Billie Jean King is. But someone wait, like wait, Dylan's wait, wait. not going to know who Billie Jean King is. Well, I mean, I'm I'm the oldest one on the podcast, and I'll, I'll be honest. I know Billie Jean King, but I don't know Billie Jean King, and it's not because of um, a recency bias or anything like that. It's because the sport of tennis is now that, popular. No, no, the that, sport of tennis is now popular because of who? Billie Jean King. It wouldn't be. No, 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 no. no. Okay, I agree, I agree, tennis, I'm sorry. I agree with that. tennis is popular because of Serena Williams. I agree with that. But the thing is, though, is you're, think about it this way. Billie Jean King, that was Billie Jean King back then. Okay, tennis women, tennis in general Fair. wouldn't be as popular as it was if it wasn't for Billie Jean King. But also think about it this way: Billie Jean King has been out of the game of tennis for a very, very long time now. But she, it, like, when you think of women's rights and you think of 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 women who are impacting, like, women in general, the like the the political side of things, Billie Jean King is at the forefront of all of that. So yes, maybe in the sports world, I'll say this about your argument. With that thinking, then you could never have an argument past versus present because you're always going to have to go with the past. Because I honestly, always, I hate having that. I hate, I hate having that. I argument. too. There's always somebody that set a foundation of, oh, they started it first. They did it first. They paved the way. I'm not arguing that Billie Jean King didn't provide that opportunity to Serena. But what Serena has done with that opportunity, it far exceeds what Billie Jean King was ever able to do. She is now... Billie Jean King was never compared to the greatest athletes at that time. She wasn't compared to who at that time, you know, you want to think of Walter Payne's, whoever was playing during her time. Had to, but, but that's the thing though. Women, women in general, there was no question of that even close because women that's were not. That's what I'm included. saying. But that's the thing. That's the thing. There wouldn't be Serena Williams wouldn't be arguably the best athlete in in the history of sports if it wasn't for Billie Jean King making that happen. Because back then, you didn't even think about comparing women to men in sports. But because of Billie Jean King making that happen, now you can do that. So there is no, there is no Serena Williams argument. compared to everyone else. There is no Serena Williams compared to everyone else. It's a LeBron James, Michael Jordan argument. That, I mean, that's, that's what it is. And unfortunately, Billie Jean King is not Michael Jordan. Hey, AJ, welcome back to the show. All right, let's do this. Let's do this. Hey, everybody. Hey. Let the fans speak their mind. I've said my piece. I want to talk about my mock draft. I know we got people in here ready for that. Um, we can agree to disagree. Right. Yes. Yeah. Billy Jean and King I, is, is great, but don't. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. We'll leave it there. Honestly, I thought about it. I was like, at the beginning of this tournament, I was like, you know what? Serena's just going to run away with it. And we all, we all talked about it. We all said that Serena Williams was going to run away with it. But the more I started learning more and more about what Billie Jean King has done, I think I have a fighting chance here. And as of right now, it's tied. So I obviously have a pretty close chance. So what we'll do is the voting all is still the, open. All the 120-year-olds that are voting for Billie Jean King out there. Can we <laughs> they stop? better have invited their friends to like the show. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully, or get their grandsons right. to do you know it. how to cast a vote for BJK. They don't know how to invite all their friends. They don't know there. how to go to the community tag, <laughs> tag though, right? Vinny, Vinny, you're only in the finals because I insisted on not playing either one of y'all in the beginning. If I was on that yeah. side, it'd be Pat Summit and uh, Serena in the championship, but oh, it's okay. This man. Yeah, believe me, I made a horrible decision. You know? Would you have it's, put? It's okay. Would you have picked oh. Billy Jean? Would you have picked Pat Summit over Billy Jean King? Absolutely. Absolutely. Aaron? 
God, you yeah. are the you both are the worst. <laughs> you guys are both throwing that disrespect. It's really it's just a recency bias here because of what these what these women have done recently. But there would be none of this without Billie Jean King. I digress, though, fans. It is up to you to decide on who is going to take home the championship. Hey, Mister One Vote only needs one more vote. Come on, he just needs that one <laughs> vote. And hey, 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 because you're my best friend. I wish you good luck, and I respect you and Serena Williams. The uh, hurt is real, y'all. The you. hurt is real. I mean, deep, just deep in here. Get on deep our, in here. Get on our level here. So, Aaron, Ooh. I have to ask you before we get into our, our, our mock draft talk here, real quick, thoughts on that flag football question I had to ask earlier where flag football injuries – uh, versus tackle football injuries. Give a little. I'll give a little background. Aaron is it like I said before a a coach for high school football, and he has been in the game for quite some time, and he knows what he's talking about. So, Aaron, your thoughts on this question and what it what it is doing for the youths? It, it, it's it's interesting, but um, I think it's a conversation. But I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to throw out numbers. I don't know facts. I'm not a doctor. Um, I, I would say this, and I've said this a number of times to parents who talk, like I talked to about their kids playing football, um, age, age matters. And when you're dealing with kids from, let's say kids that start flag football at the age of five or six, and they play flag football through the age of 14, and then they decide to play high school or in, you know, even beyond that, um, the injuries at a younger age are not there. They're just not kids are kids are actually less fragile or yeah, less fragile than people think they are. Um, they don't really suffer significant injuries. In football, the most significant injuries start to come when you enter high school and you're playing high school sports. Even flag football um, at, at a high level on seven on seven, and I'm talking like adult league, um, you know, teenage, 17, 18, 19-year-old, like they're competitive. There's They play with an offensive line. I've been a part of them before, and it gets physical. I, I heard you mention something about hits, and there is a physical nature to flag football at times. There is nothing that compares to the physical nature of real football. And um, the the types of injuries are different. In flag football, you're not getting concussions, like, right? You're not usually getting concussions. You're not getting, um, you know, like deep thigh bruises, things that are that are significant, those, those contact injuries like you are. You're mostly getting a twinked an ankle. But you get that playing pickup basketball with your friends at the blacktop. Um, and again, a lot of kids, younger kids, you don't see it. You start to see it when they start to hit puberty. Their their bodies are growing. They're they're changing, and they're not able to like they're not able to like move with their body. They're learning how to use their body. Um, broken leg and broken fingers for for kids that that can happen. Absolutely, I've seen it happen yeah. in little league baseball. Um, as a matter me- of fact, the kid yesterday got hurt in little league baseball and uh, fractured his arm. Like it it, it happens, right? Um, yeah. But significantly in the amount of injuries, you'd be hard pressed to find a flag football number that's going to be higher than a, a contact tackle football number. It's going to be it's going to be very, very difficult to, to me. To me, it, it kind of it, like it feels like and comparing it to the hockey side, checking versus non-checking and sometimes in like non-checking, it actually could be a little bit more dangerous because when they get to that next level. They don't know how to hit. They don't know how to check. So it's like they're that they are getting hurt. They don't know how to rec- and they, they also don't know how to receive it. So like when you go from flag football, I'll ask you this: if when you go from flag football to tackle football, it, could that be a, a a scary thing for like a parent to send their kid into? 
Absolutely. Um, it's hard because you want to talk about, you want to talk about the transition and the transition is from the mental side is great. I actually encourage flag football because it does teach you a part of the game that when you're really little, you, you don't get that experience in tackle football. A lot of little kids can't throw the ball and in flag football. That's what a lot of it's about. Um, but as far as the contact, there's an absolute difference in flag football and, and tackle football. When you go, when that transition is made and the first time a kid gets hit, it's significant. But the wear and tear on your body from playing tackle football from five years old till you're 18 in high school, and then you want to play beyond that in college and, you know, God forbid you make it to the pros, right? That your body doesn't have <laughs> big job. Your body doesn't have that many miles. You ask, you ask most athletes that play in a professional, like national football league. Now, a lot of them start football later, tackle football later. They don't start when they're five, six, they play, they play flag. They learn the game. They go play with a lot of that seven on seven stuff. Because if you start taking hits at five years old, yeah, you might not get injured, but your body still feels it. And as you grow, your body continues to feel it. Your body continues to feel it. Now you're 11. Now you get a concussion because, you know, yeah. you're, now your kids are hitting. Then you go to high school. Now you tear something. And it's, it's just different. The contact gets, it gets faster and it gets more physical. Um, that's why the game, the number of football players are down across the nation. It is it's not a dying sport by any means, but you go to these youth programs, you'll see 15, 16 kids on a team. When I started playing football, it was 35, 40 kids because everybody wanted to play. But now parents are just more reluctant to put their kids yeah. in that contact. But you go to these flag leagues that the NFL hosts and there's thousands and thousands yeah. of kids yeah. playing. And then what do they do? They grow up, they go to high school and they say, you know what? I want to try tackle football. And then that's when they find out, do they have the heart and the, you know, the aggressiveness and can they take yeah. a hit? And then and those, the, those and people the stay parent, and the other ones filter out. And also it goes to the parents too. Are the parents okay with seeing their kids getting beat up like that? And and are they, are they willing to allow that to happen to better their kid? But I, I I'm glad, I'm glad we, we brought that up and I'm glad you, you answered that one for my boy, Chris here. Thanks for listening to the Rough Cut Sportscast. To keep up with all of our six-star content, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And don't forget to follow us on all of our social media platforms. Tell everybody. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here.